0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transportation Exchange Podcast presented by Rush Truck Science of Canada. I'm your host, Jason Cuddy, and on today's episode, we're excited to welcome Dave Boland, who is the product owner of In-Vehicle Functionality with Navistar. Dave, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, good morning, Jason. Thanks for having me on today to talk with uh, you and your listeners here about uh, what we're doing in the connected space here at Navistar.
0: Yeah, it's exciting, and I think depending on, on where you are and the products you have, you are very familiar with it or never heard of it or not really fully introduced to it or maybe not even know it's on your vehicle so we wanted to make sure everyone out there understood you know what what it is that's available kind of how it works as an overview and uh you know kind of what what's what what we're working on so i mean the two key ones i think we'll we'll talk about today is is on command connection and i360 those are kind of i guess the two pillars that that revolve around connecting the vehicle to to everything around it so why do you dig right in with On Command? Why don't you kind of give us a, a little overview of what On Command connection uh, is?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, so On Command connection is our remote diagnostics platform and telematics hub. Uh, you know, it's been commercially available for a decade. It's hard to believe we introduced it at Mid America back in 2013. But uh, you know, you kind of touched on it there. Uh, for many years of its existence, it was reliant on a customer having made an investment in telematics. Usually, because of regulatory reasons, right? They needed driver logging, or they were focused on safety, or or whatever it is that motivated a fleet to make that kind of spend. And so, we spent you know the the overwhelming majority of our life enhancing data that customers were already paying for, uh, and giving it back to them from a a maintenance perspective, right? Right. Well, now today, as we've worked to mature the program and grow up, you know, we've uh, embedded Navistar, developed and supported. Hardware into our vehicle classes. So uh, all of our truck, with the exception of CV, and it is in school bus. So if we got any IC bus customers listening, then you're in the party too now. And so you know we've had a tremendous push here this year to socialize what that means to the sales and service teams across our dealers across all of Canada and U.S. and uh, have put a tremendous effort into working to scale things down you know from where a uh, uh, you know a large regional fleet or a national fleet has had the technology some of them for 20 30 years you know now it's being presented to you know your one to five ten truck customers that may have not ever interacted with it at all
0: yeah it's a good point and and I I know from our side of the sales side as we build the trucks out you know for the last you know handful of years, it was it was an option, you know. I think the DLTs were were the ones where it was predominantly on, but the smaller ones were, you know, it was an option to pick. But now, as you mentioned, outside the CV product line for Navistar, every vehicle comes from the factory ordered with with this capabilities, so it's it's there for everyone to tap into.
1: Yeah, and what's exciting, right? The again, the third party partners, and and we're integrated with thirty three of them. So it's important, listeners, as they think about this. Uh, again, we certainly have a face that is about the new international truck you buy or the new IC bus that your schools take delivery of. But uh, if you're on an existing platform, we have 33 partners that port data that you're already paying for into our environment so that your, your maintenance team can see what's going on. And like if you think about the conversation that happens today with drivers, uh, and this isn't their fault but there's a conversation about this light came on on my dash. What do I do? Right. And, you know, without remote monitoring of some sort, you know, especially in an organization that may not have their own maintenance team, you've got a dispatcher or a driver manager or a supervisor of some sort working to ask questions as best they can. And, and not really knowing, does that mean I use it the rest of the day? Is it good for a week? Is it something that's going to resolve itself? Right. So Having the ability to go onto a web portal, having the ability now with the release of our new mobile application, OCC Go, pull your phone out, look virtually speaking into the truck, and and it doesn't replace a service tool, if you will, but it does pull the faults and stack them and rank them and give you some clear guidance to get that answer to be able to tell the driver, yes, keep doing what you're doing, you're fine. Finish this little bit of what you're doing. Don't go any further so you don't get stranded. Or uh please pull over. Let's stop using that one because truly this could be catastrophic. A Tremendous peace of mind that, that you don't have without it.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. I played with it a bit and dabbled it with, you know, some of my customers have it. And it, it is what I like is I mean it's hard to do here from an audio point of view to do a demo. And that's I think one of the key things is you know, pull into sales team and get a demo of this live because it's it's really cool to watch. You know, where your vehicle is, obviously that's pretty straightforward, but, you know, any codes and it's clearly outlined and very clearly stated as to, you know, what actions, if any, need to be taken. So you're not really guessing. And then you've got a map of all the, you know, service capable locations in and around where you're located to, you know, to assist, get you going. So if you are, you know, far from home and you're not familiar with who the local dealer is or the local, you know, say if it's a Cummins issue or something, you know, you're not overly familiar with from a service point of view. That helps right there in Freddie, which is nice, right? You're not, you know, Googling things and trying to figure out who who's around. It's it really makes it easier for you to, you know, uh, look at the issue at, at hand and, and quickly make a decision on how to resolve it.
1: And Jason, it's interesting you bring the service locator and that functionality up, right? Because I would tell you when we first distilled this out, you know, it, it had two faces. One, the first part, and I think this would be important for your listeners to understand, is the fault data in this is shared across our dealer network. So if you're not comfortable with the technology, not comfortable with what you're reading at all, you immediately have the opportunity to phone your selling dealer. You think they're at Rush or whoever you may be closest to, get back to service and give them the VIN number of your truck. And the service team has been reading this stuff for 15 years, right? They're going to know what it is. They can see the exact same false, the exact same data that you can, and they'll help you make the informed decision, right?
0: Right.
1: But- you know, foundationally, that's really been the other part of the maturation, right? The, that release, like I say, it was all on highway customers that, again, LT and RH going back and forth across Canada, up and down from you to the U S and back. And, uh, you know, those folks tended to have people that knew what they were reading. Uh, as the fleet size has reduced and as the technologies become more available, uh, our dealers have really filled the gap. And, you know, Rush is also certainly part of that. So the initiative that we call Dealer Uptime Advocate, you know, you folks work in that, have those uptime advocates positioned to be able to kind of, you know, they don't do the work for you, if you will, but it means you have a backstop there to where if a customer didn't see something, there's an opportunity to introduce, hey, this is an early developing thing. We want to work to make sure you don't find yourself on the side of the road waiting on a tow truck, all of those items. So. You know, we really, as the OEM, we build out the tool. But, uh, you know, what? what's gotten us through this decade and what makes it kind of vibrant and alive is what our customers tell us that we never understood as we built it. And now watching what our dealer groups do, like yourselves, mm-hmm. uh, to take the tool and make it really have impact on their clients' you know, lives.
0: Yeah, no, and that's the nice part. I said, like, it's 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 an education piece, but it's also kind of getting out in front of things, you know, with the different warnings to you know, maximize uptime for, for fleets and, and for customers, right. To try and limit that on highway failure, uh, you know, when, when you're going to be towed and trucks down, it's out of service, you can get in front of it a little bit sooner, you know, by just knowing what you're looking at or working with the dealer kind of get some direction of, of, of what you're looking at. And, you know, like you mentioned, it, I think where people probably don't always tap into this technology is like you said, they've adapted something else before, right. They're, they're running on a different you know platform. So, you know, working with us to identify, you know, does the two platforms integrate? And I think, as you mentioned, there's about 33 or so that, that do. So it, that there's that part to it. But, you know, from a mixed fleet point of view, uh, uh, my understanding is we have the ability to pull data off of other OEMs, maybe not as thorough as the Navistar product line, but it, the system does have the capability to to provide some data for for that equipment as well.
1: No, it, it uh, That's another fabulous point, Jason. And really, uh, that's one of the things I'm most proud of, right? As we built this out, Again, if you think back to where we were as Navistar a decade ago uh, and some of, you know, the market forces, things that were going on, some self-inflicted wounds there, uh, our, our proof of our customer centricity was not making it strictly about us. It was partnering with the telematics folks that our customers were using and taking, again, data that they've already paid for and have and working to enrich it and pass it back to them in a way that they could take action on it, right? And all of our Tier 1 partners are just as heavily invested with us on this journey uh, in that if you think about the faults there you spoke about, maybe you've got a Cummins issue. Well, you know, Cummins and we walk hand in hand, right, on this journey. Same with our partners at Eaton and at Allison and Bendix and so forth, right? All the Tier 1 suppliers that, you know, many of us have known for decades. And so when we Pareto out and show the faults, you know, it really is a bad for me, bad for you too kind of thing. Like if, if Cummins knows it's bad for an X, a B, or an L, it's just as bad for somebody else's 15 liter or 9 liter or whatnot. So, you know, I can't tear you all the way down, all the way to a part on another make, but I am absolutely directionally accurate. We, you know, supported fully by those folks. And, you know, again, if it's a red motor and somebody else's chassis, well, it, uh, it's exactly the same ranking, the same path. And, you know, again, for our customers that have their own maintenance teams, if you've got quick serve online, or right, we put you at the door. You've got to enter your credentials to go further, right? Uh, for your customers running the all makes vehicles, I can't get you into their service support and parts support programs. But again, I can put you at the door. You enter your credentials and go do the work. So you can really carry this. Uh, as deep as you want, because it truly does build off of our true service functionality that the men and women back in our workshops utilize every day.
0: Uh, that's a good point. And from a service functionality, uh, you know, the, the other technology that I'm not as familiar with um, is I 360, you know, and I guess, you know, nice part is I, I can ask you legitimate questions and I'm not over familiar with it. So, you know, I can start like we did OCC is, you know, kind of walk us through a high level of overviews. What is what is I 360 within
1: the Navistar world? Yeah. So that's it. It's the natural sister companion to this. Right. Like I say, this whole journey started with I have a vehicle that's got faults. Are they a fault or are they a problem? All right. I know how bad the problem is. Can I insert that into the customer's life to reduce the amount of progressive damage or things that are going on? Can I put it into the dealer's hands to kind of short-circuit the traditional path of wait for a vehicle to arrive, plug a laptop in it? All right, now I know what parts I need. Oh, it's 4 o'clock. I missed my ordering window, so I can't get that till tomorrow. Well, International 360 is the, I've read the data. I understand the information. I had a conversation with the driver, and here she says, well, yeah, now that you mention it, all right. Well, I know I'm going to an international dealer. That's where International 360 comes in. So within OCC, there's you know literally a, a button says "Request Service" that starts and initiates the repair order in the dealer network. And uh, what's important about that is when they complete the process, it actually stages and builds the RO in the dealer's business system at so many of our stores. So you know, if you think about what we're talking about here. I'm saying a a fleet manager, somebody interacted with data on a web page or on a phone. They made a decision that's going into one of our stores. They're able to add some additional color around what it is their driver or they themselves are experiencing. And you're sending that in along with all the vitals of the truck and those faults and staging that in the repair order in the DMS. So, like, I'm not transposing numbers. I'm not messing up engine hours or miles all that stuff's there and in. And then uh, now there's the communications piece, right? Like I've kind of streamlined, you really, you know, after you use it a few times, you come to trust, you don't need to make a phone call and wait on hold for service to answer and say, yeah, I hear you. I know you're coming. Well, then the communication path happens in there. And so I 360, the way it tracks and stacks from a customer perspective is we're able to show, and our service teams work to make it that they understand the vehicle's arrived, that it's awaiting diagnostics. Diagnostics are on their way. If we get into we need to order parts, you can see that parts are on order and those order numbers and that. Again, putting it all in a central place where both the dealer doing the work, you as the end customer, and your supporting selling dealer. Again, with that dealer uptime advocate initiative. If anyone's got a question on the on the journey from I have an issue with my vehicle, To it's made it through the shop, and it's back, keys ready to be handed to the driver. We all go to one central place to understand what's happened from that point on.
0: That's huge. Like, I know, you know, that's always kind of the frustration of, you know, obviously when the truck's down or starts to break down or has an issue. You know, A, that's, that's annoying in general for any fleet because, you know, there's there's some downtime there. But the ability to, you know, not have to wait on hold, not have to try and explain what it is that's wrong with your truck, especially if you don't know, you know, or you can't clearly articulate it to the the service team or maybe, to, you know, they're too busy that they're not hearing everything you're saying. So like I said, this takes all the gray out of it, right? It's very straightforward. This is exactly like basically them coming in and getting plugged into the truck right away. It's already done for them, right? It's, it's pushed right to the dealership, which is awesome. Um, but being able to track the progress and the interaction, the communication, because I think you know, traditionally, you know, in, in the past, that's where a lot of a lot of issues come to play, you know, lack of communication, lack of response to to questions or to feedback. So having a way that everyone is kind of on the same playing field with the same expectations, I think, it, you know, definitely increases the, uh, you know, the customer satisfaction and hopefully increases their uptime and, you know, just just makes it a better experience with, with the product as a whole.
1: For sure. And I would tell, you know, your listeners, you know, it too has been a journey, right? you know, to both for our customers and again, for our dealers, the idea that, you know, certainly there are times it's absolutely appropriate to pick up the phone because you're not going to type war and peace or work your way through an epic novel. But, you know, to those that say, "Oh, I don't believe my dealer's going to interact with me that way. Well, you know, it is part of our prestige standards functionality. So, you know, Jason, I know you're involved in that. Your prestige standards champion, I'm sure has touched you for the, the bullet points. You've got to hit from a sales perspective, but you know, that program is a holistic view of the dealers. How are they functioning and not functioning? Uh, do they use proper processes? Are they adapting to the tools? Are they helping lead, you know, rather than follow or, you know, fight against where we're headed? And, again, the reality that a customer user can configure this thing to where do I interact with it on the page? Do I set triggers to where it sends emails to me? Do I set triggers where I receive a text? Or I could reply to a text and it become part of that service record and again write its way into the uh the the actual dealer business system, like it's it's truly changed uh everybody's life back in service. So yeah, I would t- tell those of you that again, if you've not touched it or not been involved with it, you know, the the 360 functionality is being used on every single repair done at the dealers across Canada and US. So it's just really a matter of getting you engaged as a customer and visibility to what's going on and bringing you into the conversation that's happened.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think that's where the, you know, from our end, that's where the, the demos come into play, right? Sitting down with the customer and showing them the functionality and they can be shown under existing trucks because, you know, as we mentioned before, outside the CV, it's it's all there to see and to touch and to feel. Right. So it's just a matter of tapping into it and getting a walkthrough and understanding how powerful it is for your business. How it can help manage it. And I agree with you, especially get to the smaller size fleets that don't have dedicated manpower to maintaining the fleet and, and, you know, owner operators in general who are traveling all over the place. The app is is hugely powerful. It's, you know, quickly responsive. And as you mentioned, it breaks down, you know, kind of quickly at a, a high level overview of what do you need to know to make a decision on what you do, you know, and then the app is, is, you know, not the app but the, uh, the website itself is just as powerful to, to assist and except setting up parameters, uh, notification parameters so that you're informed as a uh, pick who you are within the fleet, uh, managing that, you know, you're informed of what's going on when you want to know, you know, some things maybe you don't need to know every little detail, but, you know, certainly certain thresholds, uh, you, you can be informed of, of what's going on with your fleet. So it's, it's, it's incredibly powerful, um, uh, you know, and that's, this is all, I because mean, it's been 10 odd years in the making. Um, but I can only imagine going forward. You know, there's the technology just keeps getting stronger and stronger. So if, if it's this powerful now, it'd be it'd be cool to watch the next you know five ten years of where we're headed as well.
1: But it it is. It's exciting. We're at the the forefront of so much of this, right? And you told our listeners at the top, right? I'm responsible for in vehicle functionality. So the translation for that is I work uh, internally and with our partners at Cummins, at Eaton, at Allison uh, to enable remote updates to the firmware on those modules, remote parameter changes, and uh, we're we're hoping to release widely before the end of the year the ability to do that on the A26-powered vehicles that are already out in the field and uh, across all the Cummins-powered that have an N2 module in it. Uh, Certainly, with the impending release of our S13, our new integrated powertrain, we're hand-in-hand on that. I would tell you and the listener's uh, that final production vehicle testing is happening right now. Like the PV team is down at ATC, our advanced technology center, pushing updates to production built S13 powered trucks to proof out that that's safe when we deliver them to you here coming soon. Uh, and then there's other stuff on the horizon, right? We've, we've got a project building up about remote lock unlock. So, you know, certainly I think we've all experienced the joys of, I think I may have locked my keys in the vehicle yeah, uh, And this I think exists in the, in the personal car space already right you may have your my Mazda app or my Volkswagen app or whatever the case may be where you can unlock your car well we're pushing to put that functionality into your truck uh, a it's a discrete permission not everybody can just go and start locking unlocking vehicles across an organization but uh, given customers the ability to do that uh, for folks that may be listening that are kind of vocational aligned you're in a municipality or you work for a tree trimmer or whatever, Again, long tail, we're looking at how do we build out and give you some functionality uh, in the body to adjust that interface between the the body that's been put on our chassis to talk between those two. So there's so much that hasn't been touched that was kind of dreamland for, you know, the 30 years of my time in the industry that, uh, you know, you can see it turning into reality right now. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Lots coming for sure. <laughs> and the other thing that you did make me think about is you know, I, again, I spoke about you can configure it for text, you can configure it for email. It's really important, I think, to call out that our two products here, the Command Connection and the International 360, were built out for you to customer to customize how you interact with it. Uh, uh, we want you to be the one to control that you get reports when they show up. There's some you would schedule to arrive at a certain time of day certain days of the week, right? Some of our listeners may need that report all seven days of the week. Others, if you don't have vehicles operating on Saturday or Sunday, why should I be sending you an email on Saturday or Sunday to tell you about the trucks that didn't go anywhere? Uh, but w- you're going to be control of it. So we're not going to hook you up to a fire hose. Uh, you're going to be the one to be able to set that, to throttle it, to meet it. Because you know, I would tell you what, uh, especially in the early years, what was difficult is we'd be pumping all of what we perceived to be good information. And you'd see a user build an outlook rule and never look at it again. And that is an epic failure of the likes of which I never thought I would see, but it happens. So yeah. And as as folks getting on this journey just started into the connected space, you're in control and able to to set this up to receive as much or as little as you like. It's it's not going to be something where we've made that decision for you.
0: Yeah, that's a key point, because I know I've seen it in, in the demo world where they show basically sort of, you know, the amount of data that that is pulling. And then, as you mentioned, kind of from there, you start pulling down and, and configuring reports based on what is important to you. Right. So the system is a fire hose throwing everything there and then you have the ability to throttle it based on what's important for you to make decisions. What do you need to know about? And that way it's not data overload, right, which I think in the early years, that's kind of, you know, all platforms were just a, a big data dump, and you had to kind of weed through it and try and find out what it is you're looking for, where now it's nimble enough where it'll tell you exactly what you're looking for as long as you, you ask it correctly.
1: Yeah, uh, Our most recent past vocational VP at Navistar made a comment some time ago that big data isn't big until it's massive, <laughs> and that's very true, but yeah. it has to be digestible, and so that's really... Again, the OCC Go mobile application, it was really configured to make it smaller and be digestible. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's really where the advancement is because that's our new horizon is the clients that have not ever interfaced with this from us or any OEM or any third party provider ever.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I think that uh, the app is is huge. It's even from a driver point, right? You know, a fleet, If you have a fleet manager overseeing the fleet. The driver has it on his app, and he's access and ability to, to log in and see that he knows on the side of the road even as he's calling them. If you know what's up with the with the vehicle as well, so at least he's in the loop, right? He may doesn't have access to a computer, uh, but the app's there, and so he can tap in and get a rough idea of what what he's up against as well. So it's uh, it's it's a great technology for everyone to, to tap into and to utilize to to maximize the uptime for for their customers. Absolutely. Excellent. Hey, well, Dave, I want to thank you for, for joining us today, giving us an overview of these uh, two very cool technologies uh, available with, with the Navistar product line and kind of an overview of how they work. And, uh, you know, definitely for, for more information, we're, we're happy on our end to, to support and pull in demos and, and, you know, key people like yourself and other subject matter experts to get people up and running on, on all this technology.
1: No, for sure. I, I can't say enough, again, to your listeners and, and to you, you know, the Rush team going back over its decade with whatever name may have been on the building, you all have driven us to be better in this space. Uh, and again, you, you've adapted to and been using the technology all along. So, you know, I would tell folks when you reach out to the the, fo- the team there to, to get involved with OCC and International 360, you're in good hands, right? They know it themselves and they know how to get to us when they need help or when they see something that can be used to make an improvement, make it better for everybody. So and thank you for for inviting me to join you this morning and spend time with you all. And, you know, certainly thanks to the entire organization for their help over the years. And I know that'll continue on. Right. It's truly this is a collaborative space. It is a partnership.
0: Yes, definitely. Well said. Alex, hey, well, that concludes today's episode. I do want to thank Dave from Navistar for joining us and to catch up on past episodes. Check out transportationexchangepodcast.ca. Until next time. Thanks for listening.